0: This is Money Guide with Mary Stirk from Stirk Financial Services. Now here's Mary Stirk.
1: Kelsey Banky, Certified Financial Planner with Stirk Financial, is here with me this morning, and Kelsey and I are going to talk a little bit about this. And, and the main reason that we're doing this is what we're seeing is both at a local level and at a national level we are seeing that somebody having the option to take their pension as a lump sum instead
2: of a stream of payments
1: is becoming more and more prevalent
2: absolutely as you know companies are looking for ways to shift liability off their books having a pension is is definitely a, a huge liability because they are on the hook to make sure that they pay out the promises they've made to you now They might not want to have that liability anymore, or they may be nervous about their ability to keep those promises. There's a whole bunch of reasons why companies are doing away with pensions, but it's more and more common every single day. And I remember... Almost ten years ago, when I worked for an annuity company, they were getting rid of their pension while I was there. Right,
1: we've seen it with airlines. Yeah, we've seen it with all kinds
2: of. Things. You've seen it a lot of places, so this is a very uh, timely topic, um, and hopefully, we can give you some information that might help you out if you're going through that. All right, so let's talk about a pension for just a minute. So, a pension
1: is usually also known as the the title defined benefit plan, and the reason it's called a defined benefit plan is because The amount of money that you're going to get out of it doesn't hinge on the performance of the underlying investments or like mutual funds or things like that. So you actually know ahead of time exactly how much money you're going to get at a certain age. It's a calculation based on a variety of different factors. So defined benefit means the benefit, the amount you're going to get, is predefined or preset. So that's why they're called that, slang called pension basically (laughs) okay so that's what it is and these defined benefits or these pension plans were once upon a time designed to be something that created a major replacement source of retirement income for people And over time, companies have pulled back on offering these and have actually moved more towards the defined contribution plans, which are commonly known as the 401k type of plans. Mm -hmm. Defined contribution means you're defining how much you put into it, not how much you get out of it.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, and... and the, the reason for this shift has a lot to do with several different factors. I mean, one of them is the liability I was speaking to earlier. On a defined contribution plan, such as a 401k, the company knows exactly what they have to put in to compensate you and keep their promise. And the defined benefit plan, they have to um, make up for what happens between now and the future date that yeah. you need to take the money. So their risk is a little different. The other thing shaping this is people aren't Necessarily staying with a company for their entire career, um, with the the enhancements in technology and the ability to move around the country easier and things like that, people are are changing jobs. Um, not everybody. There's some people that still stay with their companies for years and years, but you know, pension is much more effective if you stay in one place for a long time and really build up your assets in that one company. If you're stop. If you're getting somewhere and then you're leaving and going to a different company, then that the effectiveness can shift. So it's not, um, it's just, it's just an interesting change in the, the benefits landscape. All right. So when you have a
1: pension, a lot of times what happens is when the company decides they don't want to offer it anymore, they'll freeze the benefit. So a lot of companies have frozen the benefit as of a certain date, and now they're more um, heavily invested with contributions to the employee's 401k as a match or something like that. And then usually what happens is after it's been frozen for a period of time, the company then will start making offers. And their offer might be you can choose to have a lump sum payout or you can choose to have what's called an annuity option. And this is where it gets confusing for people. So we're going to talk a little bit about what those options mean and why you might want to think about choosing one versus the other. Now, the very first thing I want to say is there is no one-size-fits-all answer. Your choice of what to do with your pension options is completely customized to your own personal situation. So the best advice that I can give you is to talk to a financial advisor about what fits you okay? But understanding things about how they work is also a very important part of this. So a a lump sum payment is basically the entire value of your plan being given to you in one big check, one lump sum, okay? And it means that no further payments will ever come to you from that plan again. It's one and done, (laughs)
2: Yep, and usually they're going to put some kind of timeline that you have to make that selection by a certain time. Otherwise, they take it off the table, especially a company that's trying to unwind their pension plan. And you're going to have a couple of choices with that lump sum. You could take it as truly a lump sum and cash that check and uh, take it to yourself. The problem with that is these are all pre-tax assets, meaning you're going to have to pay taxes on that full amount. And if you're under age age 59 and a half, you'll have to pay the 10% IRS penalty for taking those assets. This causes several problems. First of all, you're paying taxes on something if you're not using it right away that you maybe didn't have to. You could have left it in a tax deferred manner. But secondly, it can throw you into a significantly higher tax bracket than what you're used to. And the taxes you pay could be way higher than what you're used to paying on your tax rate. Um, So there's a whole whole, uh, domino effect that can happen if you do that without really realizing all of the the side effects of that.
1: So taking a lump sum as cash can have those negative effects. Taking a lump sum as a rollover though into an IRA can eliminate the immediate taxation and can eliminate the premature penalty if you're under age 59 and a half. So when you're deciding that the lump sum option might be the right one for you, Rolling it over into a retirement IRA is going to eliminate a lot of those issues.
2: This okay? is key. It needs to get into something that's still tax deferred. And that's right. a very easy thing to do. Selecting which place to put it, because the sky's the limit on options, that's where the, the work it really comes into play. Right. Okay,
1: so that's how the lump sum side of things works. Now let's talk about the annuity options because this is really where I think people get the most confused. There's a three main things that I want to say about the annuity options. There's, there's three main styles. So number one, you might be offered what's called a single life annuity. And a single life annuity means you're going to get a certain dollar amount every month until you die, starting at a specific age. All right, So maybe it's going to start at 62 and it's going to be $842 a month and it's going to pay out to you every month until you die. That's pretty simple and easy to understand. When it comes out, it's going to be taxable. When you die, it's gone. It's done. So if you live for two months, you get that benefit. If you live for 25 years, you get that benefit. But no matter when you die in there, a single life annuity is completely done at the time that you die
2: it's kind of like social security and the fact that nobody gets the money when you die in a single life annuity
1: yep exactly now another choice that you might get is called a joint and survivor annuity so you might be able to get a fixed monthly benefit until you die and then after you die your surviving spouse would continue to receive benefits Now, sometimes you can choose for them to get 100% of the benefits going forward that you had been getting, and sometimes it's a reduced amount, like 50%. So your pension plan is going to give you the options that you have. But if you choose the joint and survivor option, it's always going to be a less dollar amount monthly than the single life annuity because it's going to have to pay out for the course of two lives, and then it will it might reduce depending on which option you choose when one of the spouses dies it's also completely gone when both spouses die so if both spouses die after three months let's say they're in a car accident then it's completely gone but if one spouse dies soon and the other spouse lives for 25 years that other spouse is still getting that payment but when they're gone it's gone The last thing on the annuity side of things is that they can also include a term right so you can have something that's called a single life annuity with a 10-year term right and that means that if you take that payment it's going to pay out as long as you live but if you die within the first 10 years it's gonna pay out the benefit the benefit for the remainder of that 10 years to whoever you've designated as the beneficiary.
2: You might also see this one listed as period certain in certain documents. Um, and I, I like that phrasing, because you know for certain it's gonna pay out for a, a period of time, which can help you see what your minimum amount of collection will be from the pension um, annuity, as opposed to the, the single life or joint life options, which are, are completely based on your longevity. So here's
1: the thing, you've heard me talk a lot about when you die, so sorry for being so morbid about this, but the truth is that pension decisions have an awful lot to do with if you live versus if you die. The biggest downfall that most people see in taking the annuity option is if they do die, either their spouse loses income or their kids don't get any residual benefit. Whereas with a lump sum option, depending on what you do with it or how you invest it, you can set up beneficiaries where your spouse can get it. And if there's anything left when you or your spouse is gone, your kids can get it. So this whole focus on when you die, there's a point that I'm saying it so frequently is, What you want to have happen after you're gone with any residual benefits is a big part of making a decision about whether a lump sum or an annuity stream from a pension is really the right choice for you.
0: Congratulations to Mary Sturk and the team at Sturk Financial for earning a spot on two Forbes lists, Forbes Best in State Wealth Advisors and Forbes Top Women in Wealth for five years running.
1: about the differences between taking an annuity payout and taking a lump sum payout. Now we're going to talk a little bit about some of the pros and cons of both of those options and um, a strategy that's called pension maximization. All right, so pros and cons. The pros and cons of taking the annuity options are this. When you take the annuity option, you are expecting to see a paycheck for life right so if you are wanting to set yourself up for a situation where you never run out of money you never run out of a paycheck then taking the annuity option might be a viable choice for you now here's the kicker with that though so the pro is it could be lifetime income the con of it is you're either depending on the company that you worked for or you're depending on an annuity company to be successfully there and able to provide these benefits for the rest of your
2: life. Yeah, there's always a risk that they might not be able to. Now, the the company you worked for, in order to provide a pension, they they need to pay into the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation, which is a federal agency Mm -hmm. that helps to provide some protection for you that if they... And managing the pension assets, they'll kick in and help compensate you. Now the risk there is it's not always going to be the full amount that you were promised. It might only be a fraction of the amount. So it just depends. So there's some protection there, but it, it, it might not be fully guaranteeing your payment. Right. The risk with the annuity companies, if they go under, there is some um, insurance protection that's there. Again, it's it's. Usually, fraction of what you were you should have gotten in the promise, um, if especially it's especially risk if you're working with a company that's not reputable. There are a lot of reputable insurance companies out there that their promise it has carries a lot more weight just because of um, the stability that they've proven.
1: Okay, so some employers actually when they're trying to reduce their liability and they're trying to get people to take maybe the lump sum options or things like that if people choose the annuity options then what the company will do is actually buy an annuity from an insurance company for you all right and so when they say here's the here's the choice that you make then they're going to go out and they're going to buy an annuity from an insurance company. And what that means is it's not on the company's books anymore because they've given that insurance company the lump sum to be able to pay out the annuity benefit. Then when you get your checks, your checks are not going to come from the company or the pension plan. The checks are actually going to come from that annuity. So when you think about that annuity stream of money and you're thinking, oh, guaranteed income for life – Yes, that's what it's designed to be, but be aware that there are risks that guaranteed still has some risks because if the company goes under or the insurance company has a problem some or all of your payment could be impacted by that. Okay, so pros and cons of taking the lump sum payment. The pro for the lump sum payment is all about control and flexibility. So when you choose to take the lump sum payment you are taking control of what you want to do with that and where you want to invest it. So your choices with the annuity companies are like, well, here's the annuity you get. That's your choice. Or if you take it a lump sum, it opens up the entire world of investment options for you. You could be in a situation where you could make a lot more money by investing a lump sum. Or if markets are bad, you could be in a situation where you lose a bunch of money and you don't get as much out of this because it wasn't invested in a way that, that made money for you. But you get to take control of that. The other thing is that you have a lot more flexibility. So you have the flexibility of choosing when you want to start taking money out. Depending on what you invested in, you're going to be able to have the flexibility of saying, I want to start it at this age and maybe I want to stop it. Or I want to take some out now like this, and then I want to increase it or decrease it later. And you also have that flexibility to leave it to whoever you want to leave it to. So if you don't use it all when you're alive, or you don't use it all when your spouse is alive, then your kids might actually end up with a residual benefit.
2: I've talked to a lot of people over the years that um, don't necessarily need all of their income sources. They've done well for themselves, or they live... um, really within reason based on their their actual net worth. So this would give you the option to delay it quite a bit. I mean, you'll still have some requirements from the IRS to take certain assets, um, such as the RMD, but you could effectively leave a large portion of this money to your legacy if you'd like, whether it be a charity or your heirs or whatever. So if you aren't really confident you're going to need that money, then a lump sum option would give you the flexibility to delay that and and potentially push it out to your, your legacy instead of taking the assets yourself. Now here's the thing about the lump
1: sums too, is that you can choose to take a lump sum and invest it into an annuity yourself if you wanted to. And if you do that, you might be able to find an annuity that has more flexible options than the ones that are going to be offered through the pension itself. So yep. keep that in mind as well. Yeah,
2: especially if you're further away from retirement. If you you know, maybe aren't going to be using this money for another 10 years and you don't mind a little bit of risk, taking some risk and trying to grow those assets over that 10 years more than what the – the pension-offered options would allow might garner a a higher uh, rate or higher lump sum for you in the end. Now let's talk about the cons of the lump sum.
1: The cons are that with control and and flexibility comes responsibility. I kind of feel like Spider-Man saying that <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> so when you take control of it, it means you have to make decisions, right? You have to find the place that you want to invest that. You have to invest it wisely to try to create something better for yourself than maybe the annuity stream might be. And so you have to either feel confident that you have the skills to do that or you need to to talk to a financial advisor, someone that you trust, in order to figure out what the best game plan is for you. So there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to the pros and cons of annuities versus lump sum. It is customized to your situation, and you want to take a lot of factors kind of in mind with that. Now there's one other strategy that I want to talk about um, that sometimes people hear about when they're looking at making their pension options. And this strategy is called pension maximization. Okay? And the gist of the whole strategy is this let's just say that your single life annuity option is gonna pay you $3,000 a month. And if you take the spousal option, it's only gonna pay you. a month. So you're giving up $1,000 a month in order to protect your spouse, okay? The pension maximization strategy is utilizing life insurance as a way to protect your spouse instead of settling for that lower payout. So what you do is you take the single life annuity, but you take the difference between what you get and what you would have gotten for the spousal, so that $1,000 difference a month and you buy a life insurance policy for the difference. So you take that thousand and you buy a life insurance policy for a thousand dollars a month. Now that sounds like a lot of premium for a life insurance, but ultimately what you're trying to do is if you pass away and your single life annuity pension is gone, then the life insurance death benefit is there to create a similar income stream for your spouse. Okay? So, in a nutshell, pension maximization is taking the higher single life annuity and using the difference between it and the spousal amount to buy life insurance to protect your spouse. Now, sometimes the math works. Sometimes it works that there's a big enough difference between those two numbers that you can use that to buy life insurance and that it's enough life insurance to protect your spouse. But sometimes the math doesn't work. So it's, it's a calculation that we have to go through to figure out if that strategy even applies to you. And then when you have that as an option,
2: you also have to be insurable. That's the, probably the biggest factor in this is what does your health look like? Are you insurable? Are you insurable at reasonable rates? Um, because the math might make sense as far as there's plenty of excess there to pay. But if you're not healthy enough to get the right rate, then it, it flips the equation back out of whack. So um, health and insurability is a big factor in, in ex- executing that option.
1: And here's the thing. You need to know that before you make your pension decision. Because if you choose a single life annuity and find out later you're not insurable – You kind of have a double whammy because if you're not insurable, you might not live as long as you anticipated. There's probably some health reason for that, but now you've left your spouse completely unprotected. So if you're going to look at pension maximization, you have to know that you're insurable and look at that life insurance piece of it and get a determination on it before you pull the trigger on your pension option. All right one of the things that we're doing is we're giving away free evaluations of your pension options so if you give our office a call it doesn't matter if you live near or you live far we work with people all over the united states we can do it over the phone we can do it over video chat we can do it in an in-office visit but we can help you evaluate your pension options to see what makes the most sense for you the first visit is always free And a lot of times we can help people suss out their options in that first visit. So give us a call or go out to strictfinancialservices.com and book an appointment with us right online. And we can help you figure out what your best option is if you're offered a pension lump sum buyout. Thanks for listening to Money Guide with Mary Sturt. The
0: views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of your audio provider and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can ensure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Insurance offered through Sterk Financial Services, which is not affiliated with Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated. Neither Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated nor its representatives provide tax or legal advice you should consult a qualified attorney or tax professional to answer your specific questions. Stirk Financial Services is located at 350 Oak Tree Lane, Suite 150, Dakota Dune, South Dakota, 57049, and can be reached at 605-217-3555. Forbes Best in State Wealth Advisors List includes 10 recipients per state. The award is based on qualitative and quantitative data. Rating thousands of wealth advisors with a minimum of seven years of experience and weighing factors like revenue trends, assets under management, compliance records, industry experience, and best practices. The word is not based on portfolio performance or client reviews. There is no fee in exchange for rankings. Third-party rankings and recognitions are no guarantee of future investment success and do not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a higher level of performance or results. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client nor are they representative of any one client's evaluation.